My career sucks. Sex just isn't the same. What's my purpose? Where did this fat come from? My relationship is killing me. I'll never be happy. My debt is piling up. I'll never find love. Why can't I be like other gay guys? Hey guys, it's time to get a grip, stop whining, make a bold move, and do something amazing with your 40-plus gay life. Let's get to the show with your tell-it-like-it-is host, Rick Clemens, who does his best to never act like a dick or a diva unless you act like one first. Hey guys, it's time for 40-plus gay men gay talk. Yes, I'm your host, Rick Clemens. I don't know why I just sing-song that thing. That kind of sounds stupid. Okay, so it's time for 40-plus gay men gay talk. That's a little bit too butch. Okay, you know what it is. It's time for the show. I can't wait to share some thoughts I've been having recently. But real quick, just remember, if you are a guy and you want to get involved in a couple of our chats, the first Monday of each month is the 40 Plus Gay Man Gay Talk Chat. Go check it out. RickClemens.com is where to find it. Or the third Monday of each month is when we do the coming out chat. And um, that's for gay men as well. All right, enough of the advertisement. Let's dive in. So loneliness i have been hearing so much and it's probably because of covid but prior to covid i'm ready for that covid bitch to go away prior to covid i heard this a lot gay men are so lonely 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 and i get that when i was first out of the closet right after going through my divorce and everything there was a lot of loneliness, man. I was hanging on by my nails to my friends. I was hanging on to the bars and drinking a lot just to be somewhere where I'm like, oh, I just I just don't want to be alone. And that's part of the equation. The loneliness often stems from the fact that you don't want to be alone. So then you go and do some stuff that make you feel like, okay, I'm out there, but then because you get rejection or you can't make friends or you find yourself doing some stuff that maybe you didn't want to do, like getting really super drunk and just going home and hooking up with whoever happened to be at the bar when the lights went down, whatever it may be, or maybe you're hopping on some apps and like, okay, just screw it. I'm just going to go get laid. Whatever it is, sometimes we are our own worst enemies in driving ourselves into loneliness. Now, this is not about the introverts who like hide out. Uh, that's a totally different loneliness. And I totally, 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 I don't know why I'm using the word totally so much, but I do get it because I have a lot of introvert friends. In fact, I'm kind of an introvert myself. Now that might surprise some of you, but yes, I am. If I go walk into like a social setting, like a party or something, and I don't really know anybody, ooh, it makes me so uncomfortable. It makes me feel really lonely in some of those situations. But let's drill into this whole loneliness thing. One of the things that I feel like has driven so many gay men into the loneliness closet is our own LGBTQ culture. Because we can be pretty, pretty nasty bitches and assholes. Let's just, let's just say it like it is, right? We we just judge people. We are cliquish at times. We're like, if you don't have the perfect bubble butt or if you don't have the perfect income, and I get that. This is just human nature sort of stuff, right? But sometimes for a community who wants to be so embracing, we sure can turn on our own. And I think if you were to ask a whole slice out of our, you know, a whole slice of a section, subsection out of our community, if they feel lonely, I would 
venture a guess that you'd hear a whole lot of yes, yes, and yes. Just know that you're not the only one. So what do you do with that when you're not the only one? Well, maybe that means you start to reach out to some of those people who are feeling the same way, but we're going to get to some ideas on how you fix this loneliness. The second thing that I know to be true, and I've had lots of conversations with lots of friends and clients and other people who do personal development work in the LGBTQ community, is that society, society has kicked our asses into isolation. Oh, you're gay. Oh, well, you don't fit in. Oh, you're gay. Well, that means you're a pussy. Oh, you're gay. That means you're a fag. Suddenly, when all that's the messaging that you hear or that you're not good enough or you cause disease or you're pedophiles or blah, 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 or you're not going to get into heaven. Yeah, all that's bullshit. But society has really, truly forced us into isolation. And whether we buy into all that or not, it hangs over our heads. And so the moment that some of that stuff happens, many gay men, they isolate because of that, because it's inherent. I know I, I hid tremendously. I didn't want anybody knowing what the hell was going on with me. And so I really, really isolated in my world until I finally came out. And even after I came out, I found myself isolating because it was a little scary for people to know exactly who I was. Another thing that is interesting, though, is so much of this isolation is self-inflicted. We do it to ourselves. We buy into stories. Now, some of these quote-unquote stories might have evidence to be true. We might feel like we are not accepted. Totally get that. However, if we embrace those stories, that is when we isolate. If you embrace that nobody likes you and you're not going to get anything by going out and trying to mix and mingle, then you're going to isolate. Or there's the self-inflicted assumptions. Well, this happened the last time I went out and I didn't make any friends or everybody laughed at me or everybody looked at me like I was some, you know, big old zit on the face of the earth. Sometimes our own standards that we inflict upon ourselves and the assumptions we inflict upon ourselves are the reason we can not get anything but feeling isolated. So, Rick, how do you fix this? Well, first of all, I don't have all the answers. I just have some observations that I've made in working with my peeps and, and running the men's groups that I run and some conversations that we have. Number one, numero uno, admit you are lonely and don't just admit it to yourself. Admit it to others. Say, hey, I'm lonely and here's why I feel lonely and, and this is what it feels like. And when these things happen, start having the conversations. Number two, I would invite you to think about what would be different and get really clear. What would be different if you didn't feel lonely? What does not being lonely look like? What does it, how do you act differently? What do you feel? What sort of things would you be doing if you weren't lonely? Get clear. So now I'm acting like your coach, but that's what I do. Get clear about what not being lonely would look like, feel like, things you would be doing, what your life would appear like, because this is where we start to create what the pic real picture, the real picture, the real, real picture looks like. Number three, turn up the volume. Turn up the volume on what you want to do with your acquaintances. We all have these people in our world that are acquaintances. 
not necessarily quote unquote friends, but what would happen if you turned up the volume on some of these acquaintances and tried to make them friends or tried to reach out to them? Here's a little thing that I do. I keep a list of people in my world. Well, actually I have it in, a, in my business stuff, but I do have a list of people in my world that I would consider mostly acquaintances, but enough that I feel like, hey, I can reach out to them and say, how you doing? What's going on? Uh, we met at this conference or, you know, we've chatted before. It's kind of fun to just have this list and put yourself out there. Yes. Take the risk. Put yourself out there and reach out to some of these acquaintances and see if you can't turn up the volume, turn up the volume, turn up the volume, and maybe turn those acquaintances into friends. And finally, I know this one's going to hurt. I know it. I know it. I know it. Get off the apps and get off of social media and get in person. Now, I realize this is hard because COVID's playing hell with us all. But man, what would happen if you started connecting with people? Like literally started connecting with people. Even if the best you can do right now is open up a free Zoom account and say, hey, could we just Zoom chat? I Zoom chat with people all the time that I barely know. Just because I want to get to know them. I want to see, hey, is there something here? Is there something fun we could be doing? Even if, I mean, I have some Zoom buddies that they're not in, they don't even live anywhere close to me. But I app with, uh, app with them. <laughs> well, not really app with them because that would be a whole different thing. But I Zoom with them all the time. So if you're feeling lonely, my four recommendations is number one, admit it. And admit it to others. What would it look like if you weren't lonely? Get it clear, get clarity. What would be different? Turn up the volume on some acquaintances and get off the apps and off social media and try to meet some people in person. But there's one more. And this last one is really on you. Are you listening? I know there's a big gap here. Are you listening? I want you to love yourself. Love yourself out of loneliness. If you keep beating yourself up and saying, I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy. You're going to have a hard time ever escaping loneliness. You got to love yourself out of loneliness. You got to love yourself enough to say, I'm going to go put myself out there and be vulnerable. I'm going to take a risk and reach out to someone. I'm going to show up somewhere where I don't know anybody. I'm going to see what happens. Love yourself out of loneliness and into action. And if you need some help with that, get a hold of me. I'll talk you through some of that. I'd love to work with any of you that might be interested in going, I can't do this anymore, Rick. I got I got to have something more. So that's, I think that's a wrap for this week. But if you need anything, please reach out. And I would love to have some of you guys on my podcast here. I think we could have some fun conversations. So if you're interested, you'd like to be on a podcast, it doesn't hurt. Yes, it might be a little vulnerable, but it's a lot of fun to have these conversations. Please shoot me an email to rick at rickclemons, C-L-E-M-O-N-S.com. And I'd love to get you on this. We'll chat about whatever you want to chat about and see what we could do to not only change your life, but to change the life of other guys who are showing up for 40 plus gay man, gay talk. All right, you fabulous beans, get out there, go do you, be you in the world. And remember, no excuses, no fears for 
wait, well, how does this go? Oh, yeah, no excuses, no fears, no apologies for you being the 40 plus guy that you are in the world. Take care, everybody. See you in just a week. Bye-bye. That's a wrap for 40 plus. Gay men, gay talk, where size doesn't matter. We drop our bullshit, get over our screwed up fears, make bold moves, and live life without apologies. Don't forget to join us on Facebook at 40 Plus Gay Men, Gay Talk, where the conversations continue.